This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Talk Radio 77 WABC. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. America's undocumented anchorman. He doesn't say that he's a servant of anyone, but that doesn't stop him from having the most unique opinions on planet Earth. And we're happy to have you, Mark. Welcome. How are hey, you today? I'm doing great, James. Good to be with you. Thank you, Mark. You know, we've got a case up at the first. No, no, not going to start with the Supreme Court. I'm going to start with you people up north, Mark. <laughs> okay. More Kanakophobia. Kanakophobia is right, Mark. Yeah. Your people. Let me just read the headline, folks. Canada moves one step closer to euthanizing children. Yeah. Critics are slamming this reckless and horrible panel, urging the Canuck government to pass laws allowing minors under 18. They have terminal illnesses. They can die by assisted suicide. What is yeah. wrong with you people? Well, that's actually a very good question. Uh, if by you people you mean Canadians, on the present scale of euthanasia, the place is going to be empty in uh, a couple of decades. Uh, can I, it's not? It's not really funny. It's actually disgusting. Uh, but you know, California and Canada have about the same number of people: about thirty-nine million Californians, about thirty-nine million Canadians. And they both passed their uh, uh, basically uh, s assisted suicide laws the same time. I think it was 2016. Uh, since that time, uh, California has managed to use those laws to dispose of three and a half thousand people. Canada, as I said, with the same population, has managed to kill more than 10 times that number. So in other words... You know, as crazy as Californians are, uh, they're not they're killing people on a tenth of the scale that uh, the Canadian state is. And it's it's extraordinary to me how Canada has become this huge killing machine. There's a couple of countries a bit like it in uh, Europe, um, but nothing on the scale of Canada when it comes to so-called assisted suicide, which can mean anything. Oh, I'm a, I'm feeling a bit depressed today. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, I, I woke up this morning and uh, switched on the TV and I discovered Justin Trudeau still prime minister. Oh, well, why don't you just take a couple of shots of this and that problem will go away, as will you. I mean, this is a this is an extraordinary level 
uh, of medically, what, whatever they call it, medically, uh, medical Insert, assistance in yes. dying. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Medical assistance in dying. By, by the way, there's been quite enough of that during the COVID years because uh, <laughs> the, entire me- the entire medical system, uh, both sides of the border, was totally, oh, we're doing this to protect granny, but all the granny, in New York State, you know, this, all the grannies died. Uh, same thing up in the Canadian so-called care homes. It's almost, and, and every Western nation right now has huge amounts of excess mortality, which when you look at it means these young and middle-aged people dying 20, 30, 40 years before their time. There's a whole culture of death across uh, the entire Western world, but Canada, uh, for those of us who like the idea of Canada being number one and kicking America's butt, Canada is leading the world in killing its citizens. What is behind this? I mean, I understand that that that, that people in extreme conditions, uh, suffering extreme pain, may want some sort of relief or could just get tired of the fight. I get that. But for a government to say we're doing this on the scale that Canada is doing it, the scale that even the scale that California and Oregon are doing it, hmm. what is behind this? Well, I think there were, I think in societal terms, there are an awful lot of unhappy people out there, which is when you look at suicide rates, when you look at fentanyl deaths, when you look at whatever you, uh, by pretty much any indicator, there are a lot of unhappy people out there. At the same time, you have, uh, not to be cynical about it, but at the same time, the state in, in sophisticated Western nations have a big problem. They have all these welfare systems that were basically designed in the 1930s. As you know, Social Security and everything uh, all comes from uh, FDR uh, in, the, in the 1930s. And since then, people have basically developed the idea that they'd like to live uh, 30, you know, the last 30 years of their life in retirement, often you know, with very expensive medical conditions for the final decade of that time, and they're in a, in a, at a certain in a certain sense for the state to encourage you to get the hell out of here ten, twenty, thirty years earlier makes a makes a crude kind of sense. To them we're going to have a an awful lot once you, in in the Netherlands uh, in the Netherlands uh, uh, they've just introduced they've they've just uh legalized uh the creation of embryos not for life but for the purpose of experimentation now, now you know fetuses die and people experiment on them but the idea of breeding of creating uh new life uh, for the purposes of, not for the purposes of bringing that baby into the world, but for the purpose of experimentation. I mean, we are deep down into some seriously morally questionable garbage here. I mean, it's, well, it's not even morally questionable. I think that last bit is evil. Um, and the more people get used to it, the more of it's going to, so if you're used to 40, if you're used to the Canadian state killing 40,000 people, Get used to the Canadian state killing 400,000 people. Good grief. Let's talk about these student loans. Supreme Court took the case today. The Solicitor General 
uh, representing the Biden, Biden administration, says, well, of course we can do this. We passed uh, the HEROES Act. And, and, and. <laughs> I want to, I want to pass an act forbidding these stupid acronyms to be used <laughs> in, in acts. Uh, I can't say, oh, the Heroes Act. And the, uh, what, what, what is that? I don't even want to know what it stands for. You know, so the hero- I like, what I like about, you know, say what you want about George the Third, but the T Act didn't stand for anything. It was about, T. T, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't stand for terrible, <laughs> t- you know, ter- terrible emergency with Americans act. It just, just stood, it just, the T Act was about T. Why can't we go back to that? <laughs> yeah. So, no, the Heroes Act was passed following 9-11, and, and, and it was meant to help aid Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. Mm. And mm. so this is what they're claiming gives them the right to do a class action, we forgive you debt for students. And I, my question has always been, why just students, beside the fact that they vote Democrat? Why just students? If you're going to start forgiving debt to take the burden, they say, of debt off of an entire generation, well, the students aren't the only ones who have debt, and our generation has a lot of debt, too. How about us? Well, the whole point about that is that it's actually a massive trans. You know, normally, with with left wing parties, until the day before yesterday, their idea was that they would they were like they presented themselves as Robin Hood. They would take from the rich and give to the poor. The, this uh, student loan forgiveness is a massive transfer uh, from the poor to the rich. So that if you are someone who's uh, working as a waitress and you can't quite make ends meet with that, so you also do a little bit of home cleaning as well, you are going to basically be paying and subsidizing some guy to do a seven-year bachelor's in transgender and colonialism studies. That is a massive trans, and not just the transfer, by the way, from the from the poor to the rich, but one that will incentivize all the most stupid, pitiful, wasteful, decadent, soul-crushing aspects of American education. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So the Supreme Court justices, some of the conservatives, and and boy, oh boy, I guess the liberals are unhappy about this. Some of the conservatives are actually questioning this. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) Kavanaugh had the nerve, the audacity to say that some of the biggest mistakes in the uh, Supreme Court's history were <laughs> deferring to the assertions of uh, the executive branch use of, uh, of of emergency powers like this. I thought he was going to say that some of the biggest mistakes ever made by in history were made by him at high school. I was thinking of his, <laughs> I was thinking of his uh, beer consumption. Uh, what I like about, actually, here's, here's the thing, you know, uh, basically, uh, in 1939, the majority of Americans had an eighth grade education. That's it, eighth grade. They left school at 13. 
That's the America that uh, won the Second World War and emerged in 1950 as the dominant power on the planet. Eighth grade America. And now everybody stays in school to 28th grade. And, and <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't get over the cost of the, the cost. You know, people are paying a quarter million dollars to go to colleges nobody has ever heard of outside that town. You know, uh, the nearest college town to me in New Hampshire is Hanover, and that's got one college that a lot of people have heard of, Dartmouth College. Uh, the next town is over in Vermont. That's Burlington College. That's, that's got seven colleges, including one that Mrs. Bernie Sanders managed to wreck, so it went out of business. I've never even heard of that before, by the way, <laughs> a college getting so wrecked that it has to close down. <laughs> but that's who I want for Secretary of Education. She did it to whatever college that was in Burlington, Vermont. If she did it to another 30,000 colleges, you might wind up with a viable uh, education system. We should not be going for 28th grade. We should be trying to compress education uh, so that this idea of doing these pointless uh, subjects, seven-year bachelor degrees, all that is killing Killing, killing, killing America. Well, down in Chocolate City, that would be uh, Washington, D.C., for those of you who don't know the popular <laughs> slang term. <laughs> down there in Chocolate City, they passed a new law, Mark. Now, illegal immigrants and anybody else, you don't have to be a citizen, come on up and vote. I'm thinking of becoming mayor of D.C., <laughs> <laughs> God, God has told me to run. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted that Adams guy in New York, but uh, God has said, no, no, no. We, uh, there's no America. This is one of those jobs Americans won't do. So we need you to do, uh, be mayor of DC. Look, we're hitting all the big topics today. What's happened is uh, citizenship has been extinguished. That's what open borders means. It means that to be an American citizen has no value. So if you have open borders, so if some guy who just uh, came across the Rio Grande 48 hours ago and walked into the country has as many rights as you, an American citizen, then what that means doesn't mean you're being nice to Venezuelans or, uh, or Haitians or whatever. What it means is that your citizenship has no value. And so, in a sense, what the District of Columbia is doing is entirely logical. As the left sees it, uh, there is no value to American citizenship. And if you ask them about it, it's because, you know, America is an evil country full of all the bad isms, the racisms and the uh, all the other ones. And so the idea that it's 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 explicitly discriminatory to say that only citizens have the right to vote. There's going to be a lot more of this, and, and I, I only hope that, because it's not something you want to leave till it comes up before five of nine judges on the Supreme Court, I only hope that the Republicans are, are going to push back against this, because this is the hill to die on. If, they, if the left is willing to liquidate and abolish your citizenship, and the and the useless Republican Party can't rouse itself to push against that, then there really is no point to them. Well, you know what? I need a vacation. <laughs> I think I'll go on a cruise. 
I need to get away from this yeah. for two weeks in July. Yeah. Well, yeah. a week. Yeah. So, you got any suggestions? Well, you could come on the Mark Stein cruise, <laughs> James. And in fact, you are coming on the Mark Stein cruise. I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a word with the Montenegrin government and see if we can get you uh, Montenegrin uh, citizenship. That's a wild mountain kingdom. And I love it, but everybody should have a bolt hole the way things are going. So I'm, I'm going to see if I can get you a passport uh, from uh, that or one of the other stops. And we start in Trieste in Italy, and we go uh, to the Greek islands down the Adriatic, and you're going to be there, and Michelle Buckman's going to be there, and we're going to have a grand old time. And uh, people should go to Stein Online. That's S-T-E-Y-N, correct, online. Yep. And they can find out about it. Or oh, you also have a site especially for the cruises. Yeah, we have MarkSteinCruise.com, uh, and you can see our uh, fancy little 30-second commercial, which uh, which you make an appearance in, James. It's pretty it's pretty cute. And uh, oh, that's yeah. at MarkSteinCruise.com. And I am so looking forward to it, and I'd love to see some of the folks in this wonderful audience join us, Mark. Yeah, no, I would, I would too. We've, uh, we got a, we, we, we've got actually, I think we got more people from California at the moment. So we'd appreciate a few more New Yorkers and, uh, then, then we can stage the Super Bowl, uh, or whatever on the promenade deck and annoy all the foreigners. Always a pleasure, Mark. The news may not be pleasurable, but talking to you certainly is. And I uh, can't wait till next week. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, James. Mark Stein, ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly with you here. It's Bo Snerdly's Rush Hour. We are coming back right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC.